When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another team news video from Fantasy Football Scouts. Hopefully you can hear me. Uh, there has been a couple of last second technical issues, but I think I've got my hand on it. Uh, sorry for being late. I'm having issues with my toilet, if anyone cares. Uh, and Neil uh, <laughs> Neil has joined us, um, as always, weekly because I'm back in, instead of Joe. How are you, Neil? I'm all right. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Yeah, my toilet's fine. So all good here. <laughs> it's one of those ones where, like, I, I moved into this new house and obviously the, the toilet was on its very, very last legs. And then as soon as I've moved in, it's just died. And then the plumber's come and he's like, everything that could possibly be wrong with this toilet is wrong with it. <laughs> so it's like, great. Cheers. Anyway, that's enough about my toilet. Let's talk about some team news, which I'm sure is the real reason why everyone's here. Um, we're going to start at the top. We're going to start with the 12.30 kickoff on Saturday tomorrow, which is Manchester United. Uh, we've had Solskjaer saying that Luke Shaw feels better in himself, which is nice. Uh, he's been ill. Uh, he's still got a shoulder injury and they've got to make a decision on him. What do you reckon on Shaw, Neil? Does he start or not? It's a key question for a lot of people. Yeah, well, he's been pitching and training today. Um, and he's obviously named an England, England squad as well. Uh, you mentioned it yourself. Uh, Solskjaer said that he's, he's feeling better in himself. Um, it's tough to know with Solskjaer because he gives straight back answers to whatever the situation is, fitness-wise, whether someone's a real doubt or whether they're on the cusp of a return, he'll, he'll say the same thing week after week. Um, I've got a, a feeling that he might start. I think you, uh, I'll, I've got him in my team. I'm, I've got an exit plan for him, but this might be his last hurrah this week. Um, funnily enough, you're when you're describing your toilet about everything that could go wrong <laughs> has gone wrong. It's the case with a lot of people's FPL teams this week. Yeah, uh, it's quite a nice metaphor for that. But so yeah, Shaw is obviously one of the. I think he's still the high, most highly on defender, and um, yeah, will remain yellow flag off the back of that. But I, I have seen a picture of him in training today. So that is a good sign. Uh, elsewhere with United, um, Rashford's back in chain as well. You might have seen that. He's going to be Absolutely. in contention after the international break. He's got full contract training to get through first. Maguire's out. Um, but that's it, I think. Uh, apart from Amadiello as well, he's still out. But um, yeah, all the big guns, Barr, Sean Maguire, 
are unflagged. It's uh, going to make your life interesting as the team news uh, guy when Rashford's back and you've got to start predicting who's going to start mm. with Rashford, Sancho, Greenwood, yeah. Pogba on the left, Fernandez. It's, yeah, it's very interesting. Uh, well, I very much regret mentioning my toilet, by the way. I don't know if you're looking at the comments in the chat. There's, uh, yeah, there's, <laughs> a, there's a very childish people out there, um, <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just say. Yeah. <laughs> um, Everton then, uh, so Benitez, Seamus Coleman and Dominic Calvert-Lewin are not ready yet. They are training though, they're starting on the pitch little by little, but they're not ready for the game. So are you expecting them to be back um, after the international break? Yeah, that's, that seemed to be the intimation from Benitez. The fact that they're already doing bits of work on the training grounds and they've got another fortnight before game week eight, that does sound quite good. Um, they're another man down, or could be another man down this week, Alex Iwobi. He has got uh, what Benita said was a, a minor problem or a little problem, and he doesn't know whether he's going to be fit the feature. So, um, yeah, it could be a little formation tweak. That, that only means uh, good things in terms of the likes of Gray, Townsend, uh, Decore, Rondo. And it means they're you know, almost certainly going to start because of the complete lack of alternatives that they've got yeah. at the moment. Um, whether he goes to a 4 3 3, brings in someone like Davies uh, instead of a Wobby or plays Anthony Gordon or someone like that, but it's yeah, it's it's um it's not a great situation at Everton at the moment, but they will by game week eight that will hopefully have changed quite a bit. It's good nice for you, good news for United then. Kind of a bit of a patched up yeah. Everton team. Yeah, well they struggled last weekend against Norwich. I mean they, they it looked like a routine win on paper, but they didn't really create that much. Um credit party to Norwich because they played a, a new system, wing back system, looked a bit more solid in that, but uh, there wasn't a great, they were running on fumes a bit, I think. And Benita has even said, you know, they're relying heavily on other players stepping up. Um, Gray, Decore, and Townsend, I think, are, are way overperforming in terms of expected goals and, and yeah. things like that. So, um, the, the sooner they can get back Calvert Lewin and, and Richarlison, the better because Rondon, he'd be a handy deputy, but he's clearly off the pace at the moment. He's yeah. not quite up to it, I think. Yep, agreed. Uh, okay, moving over to Burnley then. Uh, Sean Dyche on Vidra. And Corne with Vids, I think he's got a strong chance of being with us and available. I love it when he calls them by their nicknames. Uh, he doesn't think Maxwell will be. He's going well, but it'll probably be too quick a turnaround and it's probably too risky. So fairly fairly cut and dry with, with Dyche for once, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, by the sounds of Vidra's got a better chance. Rodriguez is also another one. I think that's that wasn't on the original tweet. Um, he uh, missed last weekend with a hamstring problem. He's been back on the grass with the physios. That doesn't necessarily mean he's match fit. Um, Dice said he's got a chance of featuring, but I seem to be suggesting that Vidra would um, would have a better chance. And he started last weekend, so if he's fit, he probably plays because he did quite well. Um, the other other call is who comes in for for Coney. I think it's probably Goodmanson, like for like, um, particularly given that it's Norwich at home and you'd, you'd want to go for the the juggler and play your most attacking players. I think um, mm. so. Goodmanson, I think, will, will come in on the on the right. It's normally not a week where well, it's normally not a week where we're all kind of considering Burnley players. But I guess if you're planning on the wild card in game week eight, knowing the Burnley yeah. team, might might there might be a bit of a punt you can do for for one week. Yeah, well, I can I can exclusively reveal that Matt Lighton's making the scout picks this week, so oh, hey. um, <laughs> we, we're entering into the spirit of target Nor- Norwich. Absolutely. Uh, speaking of Norwich. Uh, you've got Daniel Fark will be without uh, Zimmerman, Cantwell, uh, Pachetta and Byram this weekend. And there's a question mark over Billy Gilmore. So they've got problems themselves, Norwich. And yeah, Gilmore missed out a few weeks ago. We kind of thought that was just a, a rest. But do you think there's anything a bit more sinister going on with him? It's, I mean, I know he played last week, but it'd be two games he's missed if he misses this one. 
he was benched last week as well. So it's, it was, um, I think, is that two games he's missed now? I can't remember. Um, one of the reasons I got rid of him on my wild card was because he isn't going to, you know, you want your 4.5 million midfielders no. to be playing every week um, and coming in for those emergency. He played when I needed him. He, missed... he got a bonus point. And then. I oh, think, he did. Yes, yeah, he did. I think that he was, might have missed out the that. week before that. So I think he's missed out, played, and now he's looked like he's going to miss out again, potentially. Yeah, he's missed. He's missed two of the last three already. So that this this will be three or four there if he misses yeah. out, um, which is not great, you know, for your for your budget midfielder. Um, he wasn't part of it last week, I think, based on tactical decisions. I've read a few. I've read a few forum um, Norwich forums, and they haven't been sort of. I wouldn't say overly enamoured. I think he started very well. He's pre. He was excellent pre-season, but hasn't quite sort of captured uh, that pre-season form when the competitive action got underway. Um, I think part of it is to do with the fact that he's not really defensive midfielder and he was playing as such um, until they brought in Norman, who's, who's, who definitely is a midfield shield. So I'm sure there is a room for him in that system. Uh, Three-man midfield. It's just that they've got the likes of uh, Lise Malou and McLean and people like that as well. Yep. Rupp. Um, so he's, I don't think he's going to be as regular as what we hoped. Um, and... Fark had previously said that he wants to protect him against overloading as well because he's still a young, young man and you don't want to hand him too many minutes. So I suspect there are better four and a half million options out yeah, there. Yeah, tricky balance because like you think he's he's going to be one of their key players if they're going to have any chance of staying up. But saying he doesn't want to overuse him means he's probably not going to play every every minutes. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I do. I do fear for for Norwich going forward. Um, checking with Chelsea. So I think you know. I think if you were to ask anyone who they would most like to hear your thoughts on, it would it would be uh, Tuchel's boys. I think you're earning your salary by predicting who's going to start and all of that. Just just <laughs> from this, it's, it looks like an absolute nightmare. Um, don't know if you saw the Guardian's predicted lineup, but it was like Chalabar was in and Werner was in over Havertz yeah. and stuff. Um, so the things we do know, Reese James, uh, very sarcastic response from Tuchel. Uh, maybe Reese goes on England duty with the water polo team. Uh, he's training in the pool right now. So my understanding is that he'll not go on England duty. So it doesn't sound like he's got any chance of, of starting um, at the weekend. Uh, Mount is back though. Uh, it was not a long-term injury mm-hmm. and we're happy that he's back. So Mount back, James out. What do you reckon? Who's going to, who's going to be in defence, Neil? That's what everyone wants to know. I I do not know. I'm going to do, I'm going to answer that in the form of my predictor lineup, which I haven't done yet. But yeah, fitness wise, um, it's not just those two. It's Kante's out as well. He's isolating with uh, COVID, and Pulisic I think is still out as well. I didn't hear anything on on him fresh. He had been back in individual training, but I don't think he's been in in full training as of yet. But yeah, James is the one. It's been a roller coaster week for James on us because. I think originally there was some scaremongering going on, saying he might be out for six weeks. Then Tuchel said a week minimum. And then uh, yesterday, Southgate named him in his squad, and we thought, all right, he's got a chance of playing this weekend. But um, that doesn't seem to be the case. The fact that he's in the pool as of Friday, training, or rather keeping fit, not in training. Um, so he's, yeah, even the Chelsea website today were very unequivocal, saying he's got absolutely no chance of playing in game week seven no, and I, uh, maybe I, I, that's a message, a message to England yeah that's uh, what I, I don't think it's my games off. I think it's a case of saying yeah. we do not want him to go on England duty so we yeah, want to play him absolutely he's not going to go yeah so yeah James owners will, will be upset uh, so Chilwell versus Alonso any who, who's going in the scout no, going I, in the, I, in the I'm not, not going to speculate just now I need to do more research into that <laughs> in, the, in the various things but I think one thing you could say is that Mount's probably going to feature 
Now, there was a comment on uh, him this afternoon from Tuchel saying that he, him and Kovacic are the only one who's, who's developed a good understanding with Lukaku so far and that he's got this good connection with them and they've missed Mount's link-up play. So by the sounds of it, I think uh, Tuchel wants Mount straight back into that team. Um, and yeah, the defence is going to be hard to predict and, and as is the rest of the team because Tuchel said after after that uh, loss to Juventus that there were some tired legs and bodies out there and minds as well. Um, you would ordinarily have thought Azpicilicueta fills in for James at right wing back, but you've got Hudson Adoy who can play there. Um, you, as you see, you've got Chalabar who can come in and play in the back four. Um, Rudiger, on the surface, hasn't got any direct competition for that left-sided centre-half role, but um, Tuchel's previously said that Christensen can cover on both sides. I don't think he's actually done it yet, but uh, he can he can do that. So I will not be surprised if there's a surprise benching or two this weekend. He can't afford to, to see too much ground, of course, in the title race. You'll want to win that, and it'll, it will be a strong team. But I would get your benches ready because people will be going... Double, triple ups on Chelsea, and um, I, you know, someone's got to miss out, and I suspect two or three of the bigger names will do so. Ooh, ah, so you have to wait and see for your uh, your prediction later on. I'll, I'll specify later on once specify my later. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Very good. I tried everyone. I tried to get on this video, but we have to check out Fancy <laughs> uh, later to see who's no gonna, nice. who's going to be playing. Um, Southampton then. So Jack Stevens is out. Uh, the rest don't have any big issues. Uh, one or two players are a little bit struggling. It's always nice when it gives us vague information uh, like that. Uh, but then Hasnut said, yes, they've had all the players on the pitch, so it can't be anything too serious. Um, Hasnut and Stuart Armstrong, since this week, he's training with the team. We'll have a look how he is. If he's part of the squad on the weekend, then we'll decide what to do with him. He was 42 days out, I think. So Stuart Armstrong, not Adam Armstrong, um, which confused me at first, uh, is coming back into contention. And Southampton, I think a lot of people were thinking this week particularly, easy win for Chelsea. They've been putting up a decent fight. So getting players back means they might end up having a good season, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, they've, they've solidified over the last few weeks. Um, a few tactical tweaks here and there. And um, Liverpool, of course, has been part of that. And they've got some really good fixtures coming up. Um, yeah, team news-wise, the three or three... Flag for match fitness. Oh, yeah, Armstrong, Walcott and Smallbone, all back from injury um, layoffs. And yeah, all on the training pitch, which is whether they're, they're match fit enough to feature. Aston Hill said that they'd have to obviously assess Armstrong. He's been out for, well, that's like six or seven weeks. So, um, uh, but yeah, Stephen, this is the only long term absentee. Yep. Let's move over to Leeds. So, a bit of an injury crisis at Leeds going on. Uh, Rafina is available. I don't think we're too surprised by that. Uh, Bamford is still out, so if you've still got him, uh, it might be time to part ways. Uh, another player who was injured but is now available is Lorente, so a bit of, at last, some defensive kind of reinforcements coming in. Um, Ailing uh, has a problem in his knee that's going to require simple surgical intervention, which doesn't sound too good for him for a while. Um, they'll also require some time after this procedure is done. Yeah, you summed it up nicely there, as you do my job for me this week. Um, <laughs> yeah, Rafinha is, uh, yeah, he's, he's fine, he's past fit. Um, and uh, Bamford, Bamford, we heard from on the Leeds podcast, actually, earlier, earlier in the week before Bielsa was up, and he was given a bit of a time frame. He said that um, he's got around about 10 days, or within 10 days, he'll be back in full training, or running, sorry, and then within a week of that, uh, he'll be within win full training. So that's, what, 17 days. That puts him a doubt maybe for game week eight, never mind mm. game week seven. He's definitely out of game week seven. 
Um, but then he'll he'll uh, he's not guaranteed to, to feature against Watford, which is one of the sorry Watford this weekend. Um, whoever they got against Game Week Eight, uh, let me find out. Um, it's part of their good fixture in Salah. It is. That's it. That's on Saturday the sixteenth. So that's yeah, that's tight, a tight turnaround. So um, I've got Banford. I kept him, despite the rumours that he was out for a month. Luke was absolutely right. He tipped me up onto this, and he was absolutely right. It's exactly a month. Um, that was a time frame given by Bielsa as well. So uh, game eight possibly, but game eight nine is also a, a scenario that could happen as well. Yeah. But yeah, Ireland, Ireland needs surgery, and um, uh, Robin Cox out. But they've got Stroud back, and they've got uh, Laurenti as well. Yeah, I mean it's very, it's very difficult with with someone like Bamford because obviously got 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 the good fixture and you want to keep him for it, but the run the risk you keep him and you're missing a striker for two weeks and strikers are yeah. you know your most precious assets really. So yeah, I'm glad I didn't fall into that well trap. I call it if you can call it a trap. Um, Watford. So Itabo tore a quad muscle in game week six and he's said to be four to five months. A big blow for them. Uh, cleverly has a concussion and Backman is back available for Leeds game. So that means Foster owners uh, probably won't be having him play so much anymore. Um, but this is probably the nastiest injury, right? Because this is one that's sort of, well, half a season or something for for a, a, a key player of theirs. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't in the team last weekend. He, he had started the season as part of that midfield three. Um, but yeah, he's going to be out until 2022 now. He's um, that's one less body in the midfield. They have got a lot of options there. Like Sissoko has been playing a bit deeper. I think we all hoped that he would be this uh, gung-ho 4.5 midfielder who gets into the box a lot, but he has been deployed a little bit uh, deeper in recent weeks. Um, and as you said there, yeah, Backman's back fit. So we're not entirely sure whether Foster is number one um, because when Backman was benched, there was... That was the week when Athletic reported that he had a knee problem. Um, he did make the substitute bench at that, week, at that point, but then missed the following game. So this will be the acid test, I suppose, this weekend, now that they're both fully fit. And we'll see who, um, who gets the nod. I hadn't considered that Foster might actually be first choice. I just kind of assumed he was only playing because Backman was was out. Hmm. Yeah. yeah we, as I said, it was a game week, was a game week five when yeah, Backman was on the bench. But we're not. it's a bit sketchy that we, we don't know whether he was... Because obviously goalkeepers, if you're not fully fit, you could probably still make the bench because it's so unlikely that you're going to be called upon. Um, but then he missed out the following week, so a bit odd. Yeah, we'll find out this weekend for yeah, sure whether, whether Foster's number one. Yep, interesting. Uh, Wolves, so Bruno Large confirms that Nore is back available and there's no fresh injury concerns, uh, which is good. And Raul Jimenez will join up with Mexico, but will return in time for game week eight. And he got his goal as well. He did, yeah, yeah, which is um, the feel-good story of last mm. week. Um, yeah, I know he's the big one, I suppose, uh, coming back because he's the positional rival for Marcel. Uh, Marcel, who has had an absolute stinker in the last couple of weeks. I brought him in for game week five um, and then watched the Brentford game and he was abysmal and followed up last weekend with another pretty poor showing as well. So I am worried that he's going to lose his place and there's a lot of Wolves fans clamoring for Aitnori to, to come in, especially if they keep with the wing-back system. I think that the sort of general rule is that Aitnori is better going forward, um, which would suit a wing-back role, and Marcel's the slightly the better defender, which is would come more into play if it's a straight-back four. Mm. Um, so whether Lager likes the, the balance of having Semedo, you know, gallivanting down one side and Marcel slightly more restrained in the, in the, in the other side is... 
is, is one possibility. But um, I am concerned that uh, one of the players I'll be relying on for a start this week, yeah. given the red flags elsewhere, isn't even going to feature. So a bit of a worry. It's a nasty week this week, isn't it? There's lots of doubts around so many popular players and flags and you know players like Trent and James and... Yeah, now Marcel as well. I mean, you know, someone like Marcel, you, you, you don't want to be touching that spot. You know, 4.5 million defenders, you want to leave them in. They've got good fixtures coming. And yeah, now you're getting a bit of a headache around it as well. So yeah, I think the toilet analogy is bang on, to be fair. Uh, your team then, Newcastle. Uh, Willock is fit and available after his earlier than planned return. Yeah, I thought he was out of, of the last game and then he was in the starting lineup. So that was interesting. Uh, obviously Callum Wilson Shelby Lascelles and Dubravka big big names for Newcastle are out but are nearing a return to training so what's the kind of time scale with them do you reckon you need them back yeah it looks well um, Bruce is saying that they're all hoping to be training over the international break so um, there's a lot of managers saying that just because they're saying they're back after the international break doesn't necessarily mean game at eight of course it could mean I suppose any time in October or November um, but yeah, Wilson, Dubravka, Shelby, Woodman's part of that, Dummett as well. A lot of red flag players. Will it, yeah, as you said, there was was ruled out last weekend, but then after Bruce's presser, uh, he'd come into training and said he felt a lot better. And lo and behold, was was named in the starting 11 last week. Uh, Bruce has yet confirmed that he's come through that unscathed. Um, said that the performance at Watford was our best of the season, which isn't saying much. So um, they've, we've changed system in the past couple of weeks, gone back to a, a back four. Um, so uh, I think it'll be similar, similar setup this weekend. Yep. Uh, from your team to my team, Brighton are next. Uh, main bit of news is Basuma is making progress, and the decision on his involvement will be made later in the week. Uh, Danny Welbeck, oh, I didn't see this. Danny Welbeck is seeing a specialist on a hamstring issue. Oh no! When did that happen? Mm. <laughs> I think he came, did. He come off against Palace with that. I think he was he subbed off. I think he was. Um, but yeah. I, Alzati as well, who's who came on uh, at half time. I think he he's he's now out. He came on from Dan Burns, and it was mm-hmm. a tactical change. But Alzati's injured. Mwepu, um, I think, as well as out. That was a, the Brighton website was saying. I didn't hear that from Potter himself. Um, and I think that might be it. But yeah, um, Lamptey's back, of course. Lamptey's been yeah. on the bench for the past couple of weeks. Potter was asked about him, and he said he he just needs the right time to throw him in. Um, whether that's risky, I don't know because um, he's barely tasted anything. He had 45 minutes in the cup, uh, and he obviously, given his track record for for muscle injuries, they might choose to bed him in a bit more gradually. Again, um, Basuma is the big one, of course, this weekend. I think it's it does sound doesn't sound great. It doesn't, Potter it? says they're going to leave it late to make make the decision here, yeah, and but he said that last week, and um, I. I Think they're probably planning. He was. He went on to talk about replacements for Presuma and getting the right balance. So I, I think he's going to miss out again oh, uh, against the... Arsenal, which is good news for Arsenal. That's yeah, that's not what that's not what I wanted to hear as a Brighton fan. Um, let's move over to Arsenal then. Uh, so this is a fairly simple one. Chak is out for three months with a knee problem, but everyone else is available. Anything to add? Absolutely. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Summed up nicely. Yeah, good news. Good news for them. Um, not Chaka's injury, obviously, but the other stuff. <laughs> Uh, Aston Villa uh, Dean Smith on Liam Bailey and Morgan Sanson recovering well both had muscle strains only minimal muscle strains but we have to make sure they're right we're hopeful they'll be back sooner rather than later so God knows what you do with that Neil they'll be back in a few weeks probably I guess yeah again another game we get targeted for those two 
Um, they will have Twanzebi back this weekend. Villa, they've got uh, they had um, him out with always oh, in eligibility, wasn't he? Because he was loan loan United, so um, he's back this weekend. And I guess it's a question of whether he comes in for for Courtney Howes because um, they've been playing very very well in this three five two and Bailey being out. I suggest makes that even likely to stay mm. as it is because he's, as I said in the team he's tab, he's probably the one player who would would force a formation change just to fit him in because he's so explosive based on the little evidence we've seen so far. Yep. Um, but at the moment, that midfield three is playing very well and and they're very solid at the back as well with an extra centre-half in. So yeah. maybe the same I, again this weekend. I wonder what, how they're going to incorporate him back in because it seems to be working, doesn't it, with, with Watkins and Ings up front and the, and the you know, yeah. wing-back formation. So could he play at wing-back? But he's, he's not going to he's not going to replace... Well, he, he did. I think he, brought, I think he brought him on for target mm. in that game against Everton. I think he played him at wing-back. I think Smith said he was... Target was playing so high up the field anyway that he thought he might as well bring Bailey on yeah, and play in that position. So yeah, interesting. Uh, anything from Spurs? Not really. Um, we've had uh, Nuno wasn't named amongst the, the the had 19 press conferences named from our list that we get, and Nuno wasn't among them. He was the odd one out. That's because he uh, had a post match press conference last night after the Conference League, and some. Quotes will have been held back from that and released. I haven't seen any yet. It might be tonight. It might have. It might be happening on air now. Um, but we do know that Bergwijn and, and Sessignon were the two injury doubts. They missed the Conference League match um, and were still sidelined. I haven't heard of anything fresh from Spurs. But uh, if I do in the coming hours, then I'll obviously have a have a, a tweet ready for you online, or um, I'll mention it in the team news tab. Look forward to it. Uh, Liverpool next, another big one here. So Trent is out, uh, confirmed of this week. No news means they're doing well, but they won't have enough time to be back for City. That's uh, Thiago as well. Um, but he expects them both to be back after the international break. I mean, this is, again, this is another, it's come at a bad time. I mean, I know it's against City and we're probably not expecting massive returns, but it's a time when our squads are, are stretched to their limit and you've got you know a key player like Trent out and people have, have got to decide what to do with him because I'm seeing people selling him all over the place and, and going for Chelsea defenders who also might not play. Yeah, I think the the slightly lack of definitive update from Klopp, he didn't he didn't say exactly that he would be back after the initial break. He said he, he hopes and then he thinks, which is a bit of a worry. Um you'd want him for that fixture, that is Watford, game week eight. After that and and either side of that, it's the two Manchester clubs, then Brighton are are a decent defensive side, then West Ham, then Arsenal improving. So it's not a not a brilliant run, but then Alexander Arnold's been on such a great uh, purple patch. Um, I think I, I wrote in the the wildcard article for defenders that last fifteen games. I think he's averaged over seven points per match, and within that, he's hauled against the likes of United and Arsenal, who are, who he's got coming up. Yeah. So this is obviously dating back to the end of last season, um, but he's just been in such good form, and uh, I'm in that boat myself. I've I've played my wildcard already, and one of the things I'm looking at is whether I could take him out for a little while, bring him back in in a couple of weeks' time. Um, and, yeah, this is with a view to playing both Ronaldo and Lukaku this weekend, so I've got to think about this. Yeah. Uh, and then bring him back in once I downgrade Ronaldo in game week nine uh, to, a, to a sort of a mid-price forward. But, yeah, it's, it is fraught with risks doing it that is. with Alexander Arnold because he can haul out of nowhere, as Andy will tell you, Absolutely. After that boxing day 20, of Leicester. 20, yeah. 20 plus points, I know. And he's yeah. playing, you know, 
that level at the moment, I think, where he, he could hit a return yeah. like that. And the, the trouble with it is, is, is it that you're probably always going to have other things you want to do. It's never just as simple as, yeah. oh, I'll just bring Trent back yeah. in when, when he's fit. It's like, yeah, but you might totally. have a striker out or you might have other problems to deal with. Um, I'm ditching him this week. I'm getting rid of him. Um, I Are need, you? I am. I need Well, I need to. I've, I've got Soufal as a doubt. I've got Trent out. I've got Feltman who'd be playing along with Sanchez and just a few problems. But I'll, I'm, I'm wildcarding this week. So, if he's any, yeah. if, if he's confirmed back for that, then I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring him back. Um, I'm definitely not going without him long term. He's, uh, he's yeah. just, I think he's probably the best asset along with Salah at the moment. Uh, let's yeah. move to West Ham. Uh, yeah, this, so this was, this was annoying. Uh, this was again one of the one, a bit like your Marcel might be dropped. This is, I wasn't expecting Soufal to be a, a doubt. He's a chance of recovering for game week seven. I don't like the sound of that. No, it's a bit of a sketchy one from Moise. It is. We always criticise the likes of um, Solskjaer and uh, formerly Eddie Howe for the vague updates. Moise is low-key one of the least helpful managers because he <laughs> he mentions knocks and niggles. He mentions players who are uh, doubts or a little bit concerns, and he never gives anything away beyond that. He just gives you the the loosest detail. Um, yeah, Kufal, we missed out last night. He, this was the uh, Europe League match, and. Um, I think it was just a, a minor doubt for that, so it sounds fairly positive. He's been named in the Czech Republic squad, which is decent news, I suspect, if you have an owner. But that doesn't help you out this weekend. You need what you need is certainty if you've already got flags elsewhere, and um, we can't offer you that. Unfortunately, we'll have our eyes peeled on online. Maybe ex West Ham employee can help us out with a bit of inside yeah. knowledge on Twitter. But um, at the moment, he, he remains flagged and uh, far from certain to feature. Other than that, though, it's fine. We did see Antonio hold his groin a bit last night, but I think someone said he'd actually taken a direct hit in the nether regions, yeah. so that was the reason for that. Oh, um, and that Antonio, and, oh, Antonio holding his groin or his hamstring or anything is, never, is one of the worst yeah. things you can see when you've given how well he's playing. Yeah, Sufal's just one of those really annoying ones where you know I've, I've got him and I just want to know if he's going to play or not because I was all set on doing Ronaldo to Lukaku captain this week, but I think given that doubt, I'm now just going to move for a Chelsea defender, move Trent out and, and I don't really know. Captain Antonio, I guess. Although now you've worried me that he's done his groin. But... <laughs> Thanks, Neil. I don't think he has. I don't think he has. I think he has. Okay. Oh, I'm scared now. Uh, okay. Uh, oh, sorry. Um, just going back to West Ham. Uh, Brentford. I, I don't think there's any... any yeah. Any, anything? Any... We've not heard anything from them. No, they... It was Frank was meant to be up this morning, um, and I haven't seen anything. I've not seen anything on the website. Um, I've not seen anything on the Athletic or West London Sport yet. I've, I've seen Ethan Pinnock's been called up by the international by um, Jamaica, so that would suggest he is all right because he came off last weekend against Liverpool with a hip problem. I think Frank said afterwards that he, he's hoping he's going to be all right, but he's been named in, his, in the Jamaica squad, so that's always a good sign when that happens. Unless of course you're Rhys James in England. Uh, thanks to everyone, Lies D in the chat. Uh, like the video, only 100 likes, but 1,000 people viewing. Yeah, like the video, subscribe to the channel. We appreciate all of that. Um, so we can keep doing these. Uh, right, final game then, Man City. Everyone is fit, except for Zinchenko and Gundogan. I expect both back after the international break, hopefully. So, I mean, they've got a hell of a squad now, haven't they? Yeah, yeah, it's 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 tricky to know what he does because he's he doesn't want to obviously... Uh, do exactly the same thing he did at Chelsea because uh, that'll be too easy for Klopp. It'll be a very similar side, I'm sure, because it, it's it's you know that, that press will be even more um, valuable against someone like Liverpool. Uh, but yeah, um, 
again, I'll not. I've got to delve a bit deeper into the forums and local rags to do my predicted eleven. Um, but you will expect the likely lads to feature your know, likes of Diaz and Broca Cancelo, Grealish, De Bruyne, people like that. It'll probably just be one or two places that we're we're um, debating over. But um, I would I would think it'd be a very similar lineup to last weekend. Okay. Is your is so your predicted lineup for cities out? tonight as well is it not yet not yet oh i'll be very interested in that as well always leave that late always that one to the last moment because i can get anything yeah yeah don't blame you at all so i think that's most of them covered the only one we haven't mentioned is crystal uh is leicester and crystal palace i think um obviously roger's press conference was late i think you mentioned to me that ndidi is is a doubt or is he out yeah he's a major doubt so that sounds like he's out for this one uh he was um, suspended, I think, for Thursday. But then I've just seen a quote from Rogers saying he was also injured with a hamstring problem. And uh, I think he said very doubtful for this one. So it sounds like he's missing out. Johnny Evans as well. Um, initially reported that it was a recurrence of this foot problem that's been keeping him out. But I think it's illness. So he, he missed he missed Thursday night as well. Um, apart from that, I think that's it. Apart from the long-term ones, Justin and... Um, Fafana. Yeah. Um, I don't think there's anything anything new. Ian actually didn't play last night, but nothing to worry about because it was just a, a documentation yeah, issue I and saw, he um, saw that. Yeah. Flew back home and is fresh, as Rogers said. Yeah, and he won't be very popular considering they another poor performance from Leicester and probably he probably would have stopped yeah. that game, I imagine, if, if he'd been I would have thought so, yeah. If if he had the right if he'd had the right passport or whatever it was. Um if the final team is Palace then. Anything any news on from, from the Palace camp? No, not that I've seen. Um Vieira did hold his presser, and I've not uh, not seen anything reported yet, um, other than uh, a bit of praise for Gallagher and uh, general discussion. I hadn't expected anything injury-wise anyway, because as far as we know, the only absentees are Eze and Ferguson, because Schlupp came back last week. So um, I think those long-term, long-term does, ones are the only, only doubts. Does Ferguson actually exist, or is he just a myth? He's not played a single minute, has he? And we've been talking about him for what fourteen months now, ever <laughs> since he signed. He was he was the four million defender of choice in preseason, wasn't he? Last year, um, and it became apparent that he was just um, not fit, and then and then not fit again, and then another injury, and then a recurrence of an injury, and then a setback, and just hasn't. I think he might have featured for the under twenty threes or something once, but he's still red flagged. I think he's making progress. I've seen a, a, a target date on. FPL 27th of November, but I'll take that with a pinch of salt. Um, but uh, what is he? What price is he now? It's a he's 4.5. Gone up, gone up he's gone price. up in price. <laughs> he's gone up in price. I've not paid a single minute last year. That's, that's, got, that's got to be a, a first, hasn't it? It's, uh, it's amazing. Yeah. It's a shame. I mean, obviously, young player, loads of potential. People were excited about him last season because they thought he. You know, could could break into the team and you know, and, and would be a massive upgrade on what they had. And yeah, just just hasn't worked out. It's such a I hate those kind of things. It'd be like Lamptey as well. Like Lamptey just keeps yeah. breaking down surgery. You know, and then yeah. But now it's good to see to see him back. Um, I've got to ask you this one question. You probably won't answer it because I know what you like. Uh, Jota, does he start against City? Loads of people in the chat ask him. Will he be in your Jota? Yep. I can I can see that. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say if no. starts. Yeah. I'm going to um. I last time Liverpool played a bid six team. I uh, I think I was right in saying Firmino had never been benched at the expense of Jota in a big six match since Jota moved to the club. Now they have played together in a big six match. I think Jota left Firmino through the middle, and I think they played four four two against City. Was it last year? They went absolutely 
a crazy formation with all the, four of them the, playing. All, all four of them, yeah, yeah. I remember it. Yeah, I think that's they right. Won. I think they won. I as well. Did remember they win? that. Did they win as well? I cannot remember. Can I? I um, uh, but I'll be made if that happens again. Um, but you never know. You never know. I, I would I would definitely not be confident of him starting this week. There's always a chance he could. And of course, Farina is just back from injury, but um, I... Klopp really trusts Firmino in these bigger games, and he likes mm. his off the work, off the ball work, and he's and he's he's dropping deep and things like that. So I think Firmino is going to start. It's just well as Jota's um, included as part of that. Um, another headache, another no headache doubt. for people with with Jota. You know, wondering if he's going to start or not. I mean, there, there could be people with you know just getting seven or eight players out this week if you've got the wrong the wrong guys in your side. Yeah, it looks like one of those. Yeah, it looks like it's a, probably a good week for wildcarders to steal a march. Um, yeah. On the rest of us, because I mean, I've got a I've got a full bench already of flags, and that is without the rotation risks like Marcel. Exactly. Um. So yeah, and Jota, Jota's in my team as well. So absolute nightmare. Yeah, absolutely excellent, Neil. I think we're done. We've covered everyone. Uh, Neil, I will see you again. Uh, I won't see you next week because it's the international break. I will see you the week after that. That's another international break. Uh, just, just, just when you feel like you're getting into like a rhythm with things and stuff, and then another international break comes in, but. Hey ho, I'll see you in two weeks. I like them. I like them. I yeah. can actually take a day off work. <laughs> <laughs> You've got people bugging you for who's going to play for Chelsea and Liverpool all the time. Exactly, so. yeah. Bit of respite. Nice. <laughs> right. Thank you, everyone. And we will see you in two weeks.